Hello and welcome to the Empowered Hormone Podcast, where we pull apart all those taboo topics, periods, parasites, poos, hormones and more. Let's question everything you've been taught about your body. I'm your host, Sheridan Decker, a gin-loving gut health nerd passionate about debunking myths on birth control, period pain and IBS. If you struggle with bloating or your period is less than pretty, then join me as we chat about everything relating to gut and hormone health. Hello and welcome to another episode of the Empowered Hormone Podcast. This episode is sponsored by my 7-Day Beat the Bloat Challenge. So ladies, if you want the tips, tricks and recipes to get you from bloated to beautiful, jump to the show notes and register now. Today, I have the privilege of speaking to Melissa, a qualified nutritionist, Pilates instructor, and personal trainer. Mel specializes in helping mums overcome conditions like postnatal depletion um, and restoring their energy so that they can be happy and present as the mum that they want to be. Today, we're going to chat all things nutrition, energy depletion, and mental well-being. Having children can cause, not speaking from personal experience, but I see in many women can cause a lot of hormonal changes in the body. And I am looking forward to having Mel on air today to give us some information on how we can use nutrition to keep our bodies balanced post baby. Thank you so much, Mel, for taking some time out of your busy day to have a chat with me. Thank you so much for having me. And what an intro that was. (laughs) I like to to talk people up a bit it gives them you know because listeners are tuning in and I know what I'm like with podcasts and I'm like I kind of want to know within this first couple minutes whether this is a podcast that sounds like it's it's good for me or whether you're like actually nah this I don't I don't want to hear about that today fleek find me another one (laughs) (laughs) totally totally absolutely um so tell me a little bit about you we'll tell our listeners a bit about you sure sure so my name is Mel like you said and I live in Melbourne with my husband and my two kids so yeah I am a mum I've got a four-year-old and a one-year-old um and I've been a nutritionist for about five years now before that I was a personal trainer and worked in the corporate world for many 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 years before I transitioned into full-time work as a nutritionist so that's me in a nutshell and I definitely focus on women's health so I I help women um, navigate conditions like endometriosis and polycystic ovarian syndrome other conditions in that sort of field but one of my big passions is helping mums navigate you know their their exhaustion and overwhelm when it comes to um, nutrient depletion and rebalancing those hormones post postnatally. Now as with any nutritionist, naturopath, uh, female in the women's health space, usually we come to focusing in on these certain areas because we have had our own struggles from different things and especially knowing that you've got the personal trainer and the Pilates background as well. I'm sure there's some fitness tunes tied into your health story as well so tell me a little bit about how you got where you were or what made you you know change your health sure so about 10 maybe 11 years ago now I was working like I said I was working in the corporate world so working full-time in an office so very sedentary kind of lifestyle 
you know, the Friday night drinks and, and you know, living, living by myself, takeaway foods, all that, all that jazz. And it, it came to a point where I knew I needed to make a change. I also was a pack-a-day smoker, by the way, um, believe it or not, but uh, I quit. Yeah, about, about 10 years ago I did, I did manage to quit that nasty habit. Um, so, yeah, I decided I needed to make a change and I think actually quitting smoking was the first step that really sparked this want to change because I realised how much better I felt having quit smoking as you can imagine. And so it sort of sparked me, encouraged me to start making different food choices and, and um, drinking less, all that kind of thing. And um, besides losing some weight, which is sort of what maybe the goal was initially, because I was definitely not the healthy weight for my body, um, I realised that my periods were becoming more regular and less, like way less painful and I always sort of just took it as that's just the way it is. Like my, I have, you know, everyone has painful periods, which I, it's not the case, but I, I thought it was. And I did not realize that there was really that correlation between health and lifestyle and, you know, our cycle and our reproductive health. So once I sort of realized that, and I also realized that there was really at that time, you know, this is sort of pre-Instagram days. Um, there was no information out there for for women, for young women as well, to understand their bodies and understand how to treat their bodies with respect and, you know, really focus on their reproductive health. So that sparked an interest in me to, to go down that, that, that path. And I started um, by getting qualified as a PT because I thought I wanted to go more down that that fitness side of things because I did start exercising more and felt amazing for it. But then I, I kind of realized that the nutrition side of things is what I really wanted to do. And in that field of women's health. And once I became a mum, I really wanted to just share my knowledge with other mums because the mum gig is so hard. Like you are, you, first of all, you're exhausted from being pregnant for nine months. Little baby or babies are just taking everything from you. Then you give birth and it doesn't matter which kind of birth, you know, you have, it's all hard. And then you're just expected to hit the ground running with this little baby that you have no idea what to do with. You're, I'm you're really not selling it really. to me. <laughs> that. I'm like, you know, I'm at that stage. I'm like, yep, next couple of years I want to start thinking about having kids and getting my body ready. And I'm actually even the last couple of weeks going through the, the process of slowing things down and build, making sure, you know, that you, your nutrients are up to track. And just because, you yeah. know, it's a couple of years to sort of prep your body to have a baby. That's right. You know, That's optimally. Right. But, yeah, then I hear stories like yours and other women and I'm like, ah, <laughs> but you know you know what to do so you're you're all good and I think four years ago and I was I was actually not quite qualified as a nutritionist yet I was studying but I was not prepared for you know the level of tired that I was going to be and that sleep deprivation and you know even as a studying a budding nutritionist I did not sort of um, keep tabs on things like my iron stores or ask my doctor the right questions to get that stuff checked out. So down the line, I'm, here I am exhausted anyway from minimal sleep, but just this feeling of like nothing in the tank 
because everything was just bottomed out. I'm talking, you know, iron and, um, you know, zinc and B12, all those good things that need we need lots of to feel good. Um, so, you know, when I did the work on myself, it really sparked that passion in me to go and educate other women about this stuff because I just feel there's not enough information in mainstream media and, you know, when we go to our health professional, there's not this kind of emphasis on the mother's well-being. Yeah, yeah, for sure, for sure. And like you said earlier, I think there has been a big shift with the increase of social media, like as much as we hate Instagram for so many things as well and Facebook and, you know, the way it can push women to feel or the whole comparison game or not feeling good enough or yeah. those kinds of things on the flip side all you need to do is search a hashtag of you know you could even do prenatal health or postnatal depression right. or pregnancy diabetes or whatever and you're bombarded sometimes too much but sometimes in a good way you know we can go through and we can like we all know save these posts or screenshot them or do whatever you want and there is starting to have more information whereas like you said there's when early on or maybe when you were first a mum, and if there is that whole lack of information and you weren't expecting it then she was like how do you cope with that you know exactly exactly you're right there is so much information out there now there's a lot of good free information to kind of get you started on the right track and get it get you sort of aware of what you should be looking out for so I think that has definitely changed even from five years ago when I was pregnant and then giving birth there was just not the kind of emphasis there is now on mum's well-being yeah um, it's definitely changing and I'm, I'm happy to be part of that driving change so yeah, for sure. So did you, you didn't at the time then put quite a big focus on that prenatal health as such? Like, were you really like prepping, prepping, prepping your body kind of thing to have a baby? And it sounds like then you had the baby and then afterwards, like you said, and we're, we're often like this in the sense that you, you know that you probably should have gone and got your iron checked or whatever, mm. but, but you didn't. Yeah. So prenatally, I think so Prior to getting pregnant, I definitely was aware of what I needed to be doing to sort of prep my body. During pregnancy, I think a lot of it for me flew out the window with things like morning sickness and and feeling so tired, which is, you know, that's that's a normal part of being pregnant and not everyone experiences it, but I was unlucky to, to be one of the people that did experience a lot of nausea and, and fatigue. And I think from there, it sort of just spiraled to not really just focusing on getting through the day to day, which I've say, I say to my clients, that's also fine. Like when you're feeling that terrible, like whatever you can do to fill that tummy so that you're not, you know, you're not going hungry, but, you know, feeding, you know, giving the baby something, even though it's so hard to even think about food, like that's, that's okay. But I think from there, for me, it just sort of all went out the window. And then, of course, once baby comes along, you're just thrown into this new role and everything's about the baby. And so you sort of kind of get forgotten um, in the midst of all of that. And, yeah, I just my focus was solely on making sure I was, you know, feeding correctly. And I had a lot of trouble with breastfeeding as well. So that for me was like the focus yeah. rather than my sort of well-being. 
Yeah, yeah, for sure. And like I said, like when you are breastfeeding, I guess, yeah, you you do need those extra nutrients and things as mm. well because you are producing quite a lot of milk. So you talk about this term um, postnatal depletion. What kind of depletion or what kind of vitamins and minerals do you typically see in mums are getting depleted post-baby? So definitely iron is the top one. And it, I think it does stem from pregnancy and then it just continues and women just really struggle to get those iron levels back up again. Um, And so that one is really about supplementing until we, we see that shift in the numbers and then using food to sort of um, solidify that or, or make that a permanent move. The other one is um, B12. So you might see this as as well where B12 is really depleted and they just feel so tired or they're feeling a bit depressed and anxious. And I find that there is a correlation between that B12 and how they're feeling on a day-to-day basis. Um, Zinc as well. So all the minerals start to get really depleted. And again, I think it, it comes from pregnancy and then once we start, if we're breastfeeding, like it just sort of continues on and can even get even worse if we're not on top of it. Um, And then part of that picture too is things like thyroid health. So it is quite normal to see thyroid numbers move um, and shift postpartum because of all of the hormonal shifts that are going on in our body. And sometimes they don't normalise again and we do need to sort of focus on that thyroid health to, to get that back up to, you know, optimal levels as well. And that that's done through nutrition, definitely, but also focusing on um, stress levels and um, sleep, things like that. Well, the so it can be so sensitive as well, isn't exactly. it? Exactly. Yeah. It sure is. Yeah. Yeah. So making sure that we're feeding that, that thyroid um, with good, food so good nutrients like zinc like iron as well there's that link between iron depletion and and thyroid becoming a little bit underactive so if i i do often see when when iron is deplete that the thyroid won't be performing optimally yeah so getting that that iron back up um, to a good level is really important and the, the symptoms of these kinds of things like low B12, low iron, uh, if it's underactive thyroid, like if it's any of those kind of things can be um, quite severe or quite significant that you're definitely noticing. And it's not like, oh, I'm just I'm just a little bit tired because, you know, I'm up breastfeeding a lot or whatever. Mm. Therefore, like anyone, if I was up three, four times a night, yes, I'm going to be more tired. But yeah. there, there is a lot more going on in that symptom picture, isn't there? Totally. So I kind of liken it to being that I've experienced it myself somewhat. It's, it's different to being tired because yeah, you've had not enough sleep. It's, it's kind of like a lethargy, like you just feel like there's nothing in the tank. So you, you know, thinking is hard. It's a brain fog type, type of feeling where it just feels like you're, you're having to just, work your way through long grass kind of or, or like squelching through mud to get everything done. Like there's just something weighing you down. That's sort of how I kind of describe it. I don't know if that makes sense, but it kind yeah. of, it just, yeah. That, that um, does, and that would impact moods and stuff surely as well. If totally. you're just like, Yeah. Absolutely. So another, another common thing I see is definitely anxiety and low moods. 
that and it can move into that realm of of depression or depressive symptoms and you know it could be diagnosed as like a postnatal depression um and be treated in that way but I really feel like if we were to have this emphasis on nutrition and taking care of mum from inside out that those sort of symptoms would improve and I do see that that's the case so once we get things like hormonal imbalances under control, thyroid under control, iron levels back to a good a good level, B12, like we were saying, then the mum just feels like a new woman. Yeah, and, and importantly for all those listeners who aren't mums as well, like you can still, because I went through a lot of this in my own chronic health journey, all this stuff is so relevant as well um if you even if you haven't had a baby like if you've had a chronic health condition as you know as you would know Mel when you see people that you can struggle with these anxiety these moods and sometimes your GP may be wanting to prescribe anxiety medication or you know antidepressants or birth control or whatever it is but and not always the case sometimes yes they definitely play their role and we do really need them but there are plenty of times where doing some these foundational work like you said yourself like just checking your eye and your b vitamins your nutrients like your zinc getting those foundational things tested and um reassessing and and adding them specifically into our diet you will start to see these changes in mood and in anxiety and in fatigue and in energy which i think is so so important to recognize so important yes definitely i definitely feel that that realm of um, nutrient depletion and hormone balance should be explored before exploring other sort of medicines and other avenues because why not explore and treat from a natural kind of perspective before you get to the to the medicines and I'm not I'm not demonizing any kind of you know um, medical intervention but of course I it's it's worth exploring these these ideas and asking your GP, you know, what's my thyroid doing? Is my thyroid, um, you know, within normal ranges? And if it's not, well, could that be contributing to the way that I'm feeling? And of course, you know, the the topic that you love to talk about gut health, that, that has a big, um, a big part of, it's a big part of the picture. And when it comes to our mental health, because of that connection to the, to the brain and to the nervous system. So there is a lot to explore before, going down those paths, I think. We know like as a nutritionist yourself and, you know, I am too, we know that nutrition plays such an important role in mental health, in energy, and then all the all the other things, the hormone picture, you know, um, regulation and like building hormones and the building blocks for them and then for gut health and everything else. So nutrition for someone like you and me, we're always, that's our grassroots, that's our foundation. Mm. Do you think that we can get everything we need when we're in such a depleted state or like a new mum where you are so so depleted it's not just a matter of maintaining health like in you and me you're actually trying to restore it all do you think you can get all that from food or is there times where you would supplement I personally don't think that we can get it all from food when it gets to that point where we're very depleted I think if it's a small dip in in levels and we're trying to get them back up to optimum optimal then Yes, we could just use food for a while and see how that went. 
But majority of the time when women are coming to me, they're coming to me and they're, you know, they're feeling the pain of, of what's going on with them. And we go and look at the numbers after getting some tests done and yeah, they're, they're bottomed out. So when it gets to that point, I think hundred percent supplementation is required, but it needs to be done responsibly. So you know, it's not a matter of saying, oh, well, I, I feel tired, so I'll just try an iron supplement. Because if you haven't tested and you're, you're not looking at those numbers, you don't know what's going on. So in actual fact, iron could be, you know, really high and not part of, part of the picture at all. And so you're supplementing, you're basically wasting your money and you could be doing more damage. So I definitely, I definitely use supplements and I, I love supplementation when it's used in the correct ways. Yeah, yeah, for sure, for sure. Um, I actually think you're like hasn't been released yet, but I've also done a podcast with um Dr. Carla Atkinson and she um works a lot with newer mums as well, but doing some of the HTMA testing too. So mm. she isn't a nutritionist like you, but looks into some of that finite mineral balance as well. And it is it's so interesting because when people do just start playing around with supplementing without really looking into it, it can get tricky because the way that minerals and vitamins interact. And like you said, if you yes overdose so to speak on iron Mm. or take too much iron that's also going to have a negative impact like this you just can't go and be like oh yeah cool I'll just start supplementing left right center but what you can do is really hone in on your nutrition without any adverse side effects which is what I love so what are some of your favorite recipes that you love um not prescribing not really the word but suggesting um Mm. to um busy tired mums well, I, I love soups um, and I love, well, I'm in Melbourne, so we, you can get a winter's day at any time of the year, really. But a, a soup where you've got heaps of veggies, um, legumes, like I love lentils. I love things like quinoa in a soup because you're getting that protein element. But you can change it up so much. You can just, you can basically just fridge dive and just find whatever you've got at the bottom of the fridge there, throw it in a soup. Choose your protein. Like I love, you know, shredding up some chicken, something like that. Um, or if you're not a meat eater, you could go down the path of some kidney beans or something like that to get that protein element in, which is so important for, you know, for all parts of our systems, really, that protein. Yes, um, awesome. Do you have any yes. of those recipes on your website? I Not on my website, but I do have a freebie. It's called the Thrive Toolkit for Mums. And I give some good suggestions there. So you can grab that off my website. And I also have a mini recipe book that has some good snack ideas. Um, but I do, I have an online membership called the Amazing Mums Academy. And I, uh, that's full chock-a-block with heaps of easy recipes that are nutritious and balanced. Um, so, you know, because I'm concentrating on, on mums who, who need, you know, good hormone balance and they need that energy. Um, and yeah, there's things like soups and, and oh, and they're kid friendly. That's like the the main thing because when you're cooking for a family, you need to make sure that everyone's gonna eat it. 
Um, and awesome. I have the pickiest four-year-old in the world, so I know exactly yes. what that, what it's like. <laughs> yes, yes. Well, I'm sure those listening today will love to jump over to your website, which I will link in the show notes, um, to have a squiz at that, have a look at those recipes, see what else you can offer them, because I know there's a lot of women coming into pregnancy, trying to fall pregnant or post-pregnancy who do struggle with a lot of that fatigue and tiredness and, yeah, feeling depleted in a lot of areas but not knowing where to start so i'll link in your instagram your website your email so that people can reach out and contact you um awesome. is is there a particularly best way to contact you is it website or instagram or what do you prefer oh any of those ways is totally fine i've got all my details up on my website but if you come over to my instagram which is melfinlay underscore nutritionist um i'm i'm always in the dms so you can awesome. chat to me there as well Sweet. Cool. Well, thank you so much. There was so much information in there. Um, I'll probably be <laughs> saving this and playing it on repeat once I'm a new mom. Um, <laughs> but thank you so much for your time today. I really appreciate it. And yeah, I got heaps out of it. And I hope that yeah, the listeners awesome. did too. Thank you so much for having me, Sheridan. See ya. Thank you for listening to another episode of the Empowered Hormone Podcast. If you know a female who needs some empowerment, please forward, repost, tag or share and let's get women talking.